Are we live? We're live. We're alive. Okay. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Are we alive? Let's go. But if I don't hear you saying the famous words, are we, are we alive? Yeah. We're live and alive. Mm. Yeah. That's Antonio's famous words, by the okay. way. Okay. Antonio, what team do you support? <laughs> I can't tell today. You've got a Milan logo. <laughs> You've got a he's a loser sticker on your microphone. And you got an AC Milan mask to show everybody. Not to show it. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm the only one uh, obeying to the to the rules of uh, the Department of uh, Sanitation or Department of Health, whatever. <laughs> Which is the same thing, anyway. I meant to show that you're an AC Milan. Yeah, fan. that's what we're talking that, about. Well, if I ever this have a side mask. of the table, no, you guys, you things. guys, are not giving me the cultural mask. I have to wear the AC Milan mask. No, no, I, oh, well, I you know, I, I mentioned your the little thing that you got, the banner that you got. Where'd you get that, by the way? Well, uh, I have friends. I have influenced friends. The, very, you mean our back room? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it looks very familiar mm-hmm. to it me. Does, he got that from my room because, you know, I have that hung up mm-hmm. right out there. You know, you're not. You don't. I do. I do. You're an AC Milan backstop, no, but anyway. I'm not. I'm not. Today, okay. you know what I'm just realizing? I, I made all the I made the coffee for Of course, Antonio did not have to make anything because this week you were the big winner. Of course. Of everything. And, you know, the people on the live stream, they really missed you. Uh, that you were not watching the Ace Milan game with us. We've got so much to talk about. Uh, welcome to everybody that's uh, tuning in live. I want to remind you guys, hit that like and subscribe mm-hmm. if you are enjoying this content. If you're excited for this episode, because boy, do I know we've got a lot to talk about. And it's going to be really, 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 really mm. exciting. I was saying during the match, when Ace Milan, <clears throat> I think when they scored a the third goal, I said this weekend... Would have been the greatest weekend in Antonio's life if Inter lost to Torino. Would have been. He probably would have lost his mind if Inter lost. Milan won. And what else happened? Anything else crazy happened for no, you? I mean, uh, Juventus. Juventus. Uh, I, I'm not a Juventus hater as much as I'm an Inter hater. But, uh, you know, that was... Uh, so you admit that you're an Inter hater. The perfect storm would be the Inter loss. Because I don't like content. Of course, I don't like Inter. But, uh, you know... I, I just this is the discredit of Gianpaolo because a team like that built like that just to go up to nothing and then on the second half still losing four to two it's just mm, against a bunch of losers <laughs> you know any other team I think Benevento being up to nothing will have just uh, 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 you know taken at least the tie back home but this Torino this, they are a disaster I would not be surprised if they get relegated this year believe me wow. so what are we talking about we're talking uh, about uh, can you, can you talking about the, the perfect well, I mean perfect we, we did start uh, technically know, you never said what you well, how does it go <laughs> 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 what's <laughs> up everybody there we go Antonio did it for us right. I think we got a little bit too excited right what, now. no no he says what, what is, is up? up what is oh, up what is up yeah you guys right. know it so well what, wow. is, what up? is up everybody so many okay we're getting a, we're getting a restart <laughs> one two three go what is up everybody and welcome back <laughs> to Italian football TV and the Serie audio experience live and alive now mm. now we could officially start all right so <laughs> so when you start and when we start can you try to stay in one uh, um stay in your lane uh, you know in, uh, yeah in <laughs> that's your lane. On one topic you know that's you one, on one topic because otherwise i gotta go up and down up and down i got you know you i got, got a lot of notes you know what i got it for those for that game you know what i'm saying Gaetano, you know i don't want to miss something for ac milan <laughs> you actually you know him so many years you think he's actually gonna do that today that's no. before <laughs> <laughs> so why you went by <laughs> but i tried <laughs> 
it's good that you tried. We 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 missed you guys over there. Uh, we we missed this podcast setup, and I'm excited. Where since since you brought that up, I would like you to start. I don't want to start at AC Milan though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start at Milan. No, you don't. No, I don't want to start at Milan. Mm-hmm. I know they're top of the table. They're in first place. Okay. They're in the league, but I want to wait a little yeah, bit. We just started. I'm not ready to get into that yet. To start screaming. Can you start yeah. from a different topic? Uh, you want to stay? You want to stay with Fiorentina? Yeah. Let's start with Fiorentina. We'll hit that real quick. Ah. Okay. Let's start with Fiorentina. So, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all we were all waiting for Prandelli. We said about Prandelli. I'm not too excited about Prandelli. I thought that Prandelli was better than than the uh, other coaches, but not really something to be excited. Now, this team had two weeks to prepare. Two weeks to prepare a game against Benevento. Now, I'm not saying that Benevento is a bad team. Benevento is trying to play nice soccer. Uh, Filippo Pippo is trying very hard to make him play like uh, the teams that he used to play. But when you have a team like Fiorentina, you have the players that Fiorentina has. I saw it right away from the start. I mean, where's the hunger? Where's the, you know, you should have been so hungry. Mm. So right there, you should have been running 100 miles an hour and win every ball and, and and you know you playing you playing home you playing this is a turn it could be the turning point of the season you had two weeks to prepare for one game uh, and this is how you come out i thought they they came they didn't come out they came out flat mm. and you know when i saw them really trying to win the game and fighting for every ball and trying to you know when the last 10 minutes when they were losing one nothing as soon as they lost one nothing, they tried to buy, 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 buy. no and I totally. you gotta start from the beginning. You gotta run your ass off from the beginning. You gotta win every 50-50 ball. You gotta and so I was um mm. I was disappointed. Uh, I was disappointed on the team and I was disappointed on Prandelli because uh, Prandelli should have done more. Where is the problem? Is the problem psychologically? It's is it a mental problem? Probably. So if it's, if you know that it's a mental problem, then work on the on the character, work on the on the mental uh, side of it. Um, so this is what uh, I don't know if I have any other notes. I didn't actually I didn't look at my notes, but if somebody else want to go with it, yeah. I do agree. And I, I also said we we talk about this often when teams change coaches. Usually get that you know immediate like honeymoon phase. You know you would say right away the players start running for you. They're listening exactly. They usually come out with lots of energy, and I agree with you. Uh, I was very surprised. I had Fiorentina winning the game, and I expected more. So where it goes from here, I don't know. Fiorentina is in kind of like a weird point where like the season can turn on its head, and they could have a turning point where things go really well. But at the same time, I think that the reverse could happen. So they're in a weird like medium ground. Peter, I feel like you got to say something. No, I was going to say with Fiorentina, I mean, it was kind of like this all last year. And also this year how it started. You know, it's up and down, uh, even though it's a short, you know, eight games that we, that they played. It's been up and down, and obviously there's been more downs. With the new coach, you expect a response from the players. There is no response, obviously, from a Benevento team who have played well, but defensively, they're poor. They've let in a lot of goals. Um, so you would think that Fiorentina playing versus Benevento would have been able to create something. Um, is there also now this question of, maybe too much going on outside of the game in the sense that, you know, with Rocco, 
with his things against uh, Florence, the city with the stadium, and with a lot of pressure on Fiorentina. Um, maybe that's created a little necessarily, uh, not necessarily controversy, but tension within the players. Whereas we watch Roma, right? Not to get off target, but Roma last year with the controversy of their president not knowing what's going on, and Roma this year where at least things are more stable, mm. you see Roma on the field play better. Um, but that being said, Benevento with Filippo Inzaghi, you know, they've, they've always played a, a positive football this year, and they showed it. Uh, big shout out to Improta, who's actually friends with my cousin from, oh, Poz- really? from Pozzuoli. Yeah, from my area wow. in, in Italy. So he it was, was nice in to our score team of the season, yeah, team of the week. Yeah, nice to, That's to score. One nothing. And, wow. Uh, yeah. You, you touched on Roma, and before we transition to there, uh, we have a, a message from Jordan Frico who says, Hello, gentlemen. Great way to start my week watching your podcast. I'm recovering from COVID right now, but the IFTV boys are making everything better. So, Jordan, hope you recover well. Sit back and you enjoy. You got that right. And this was, we're going to cure it right now. In the next 20 minutes, you get take a test, <laughs> you're going to come negative right now. <laughs> All right. Antonio, that, Antonio Listen, became a doctor. I'm telling you. <laughs> Apparently. Right, let me add a few things to, uh, to the to All the right, quick. And then we'll okay, let's, let's so listen. On. To me, to be honest with you, Rocco has got nothing to be blamed for because uh, all he did is just trying to bring this uh, the city of Florence and the club at the same time at a very high level. And he's trying to do it. Maybe he's trying too fast and too hard. So what's going on with him, maybe the fans and, and Rocco himself, they're expecting uh, a lot of faster results. But, uh, you know, the, the change of, of the coach and getting Brandelli on board, even though it's got two weeks to work with, I understand they came out flat, but... Uh, you know, maybe he needs a little bit more time, this Prandelli, to uh, you know, to blend into the, you know, the minds of the players. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I, I can just understand even his frustration because all he's trying to do is to improve the the quality of the the, the sports in Florence. He's be, he's building this big Centro Sportivo, which is not a, a you know chap change. It's a lot of money, spending millions for uh, uh, you know for the fans of uh, for for the entire city of Florence. Not only that, when you create a center sport, a centro sportivo, you create a lot of business uh, on the surrounding area. It's like a big, uh, you know, a big driving force for the economy of uh, an entire city. And but at the same time, you know, uh, you you want you wanted to see uh, that uh, the results on the field they match what is trying to do economically for. Uh, for the city, yeah. Unfortunately, right now the, the the results on the field are not what they are, and it's gonna try to be a little but bit more patience, maybe work on the mind of the the player, like Atano was saying before, because it, I think it's only mental, because the players are there. But I mean, Ribery is one of the leaders. I know he got hurt again, but uh, you know, we just need uh, to be a little bit more patient. So maybe yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say at the same time, but you know, with this Fiorentina project, you need a real leader, and whether it be Montella, who a lot of people were skeptical on and proved mm. Yakini, we're all skeptical on Yakini and what he's able to do mm. in his in his career. And now you get Prandelli, who hasn't been coaching for two or three years. Mm. I'm not trying to, to blame anyone or even say Prandelli's not the right guy. I want to give him more time. Mm. But if you have this project in mind, you also have to get somebody that's going to be the coach and you say, okay, this is the guy that I want for the next two, three years. Mm. Not somebody that's going to be able to take over a team for six months for one year. Let, let's uh, move on and transition to Roma. Uh, I want to remind everybody uh, that's watching right now. I see Robert. He's at Forza IFTV. Uh, first time listening to you uh, from Australia. That's mm. awesome, by the way. Uh, everybody, send in any topics, questions, as I'm reading all of the comments as we continue this discussion. I want to talk about Roma real quick because, like Peter said, 
This team is revitalized. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one of the most exciting Roma sides I'd ever, I remember in, in recent times. What's crazy, they got a 3-0 win over Padma, obviously. What's crazy is that, and Michael brought this up, if they did not get that minus one point uh, from the loss against Els Verona, which was a technicality due to playing an irregular player, Diawara, they would be tied for first place right now. No, no, second. Right they were the, oh, tied for second yeah, because, Milan, time, because Milan won. So they would be tied for second place right now, which is pretty incredible. Mkhitaryan is, is already outperforming his best ever season in football. He's got five goals and four assists in his first eight games. His best ever season at Dorman was three goals and three assists in his first eight matches. The player looks unbelievable. The goal that he scored was fantastic, and Roma are looking incredible. You've always you were critical of Roma last year, obviously with everything that happened under Palotta. How's it feel now to see this Roma? So, uh, yeah, I I was critical. I and I said from the beginning that I like Fonseca. Yes. Okay. So just, just go on record. When people were saying to sack him last year, you were yes. very quick. I to always say. supported Fonseca, and you know the thing starts from the top. When the, the 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 top last year, what was I selling? Sell the sell this damn team. You don't want it. You got so many problems. Palote has so much problems fighting with everybody. Uh, sell the team because the team feels it. That, that now that the team is settled, it's the most balanced team in Serie A. Uh, the top is doing a very good job. I mean, they playing with their eyes closed. Uh, Mkhitaryan, uh, Zeko, Pellegrini, Smalling in the back, and uh, Pedro. Pedro. I mean, this guy's bomb, bomb, beautiful. And why? Because the team and the top gave him some kind of, uh, hey, this is uh, this is going to be a nice future for everybody. And Fonseca has transmitted that. And for for, uh, for the first time, you know, they're playing great soccer. And uh, shame on me because I didn't put him in the top four in the beginning of the year because I didn't know there were question marks. But now that I see that this team, the way they balance, I think that definitely going to be in the top four. I had Napoli in the top four and Roma after, and I, I think that Roma is going to be in the top four and Napoli maybe it's not going to make. Okay, to, to hit on to your thing, though, yeah. you said Roma is the most balanced team in Serie A? Uh, as far as the um, as far as Explain. from the top, like from the president, from the management, from the coach, and from the team, mm. they have a nice balance now. Mm. You know, some some teams uh, like Lashia, the president, uh, he was never there. He didn't know what was going on. Uh, it, every time they interview, he wanted to fight with the. Uh, uh, then the uh, then there was the the. Um, uh, the stadium. There was always a controversy. Everything is going to come to its time. It just have to be a little bit more balance, a, bit, a little bit more equilibrium, and everything is going to work out. Wow. Yeah, Gaetano, I just want to say a que- uh, ask you a question. Right now, Roma looks like they found their form and everything, and this is even without their captain Jekyll. Uh, you, you, uh, you're saying maybe you sh- you having a little regrets of not putting them top four. Uh, and what would how good will Roma be right now if they had Jacob at their disposal and Zaniolo? What, what's the best position you could see them fighting for if they had well, no injuries? I think that uh, we said it, uh, I said it before, that uh, AC Milan is very Ibra dependent. Mm-hmm. Juventus is very uh, uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo dependent. Inter is very uh, Lukaku dependent. Roma even though when they play without Zeko, they're still scoring You're goals. Right. You know, yeah. they, they, That's good what point. I'm saying by being a balanced team. 
So when those two come back, hey, they are a Champions uh, League team. More than that, I think at Scooter this time... challenging? Uh, at this time, I'll keep them as a... You they are Champions League. Oh. Question for the table, because just to build on that, Ludovico said that, and we'll talk about Sassuolo, we'll talk about Milan. Milan's coming for all the Milan fans in the chat right now. We're, we're saving it because, Antonio, we're wilding them up. The jackets are coming off now. It's getting serious. <laughs> Ludovico said that he can see Milan, Sassuolo, and Roma challenging for the Scudetto. Now, I don't want to talk about Milan or Sassuolo because that'll come. I want to know the Roma question. Is there anyone here who thinks Roma can realistically win the Scudetto? If you don't, it's okay, but... Well, I'll, I'll put in... Uh to say that I think this year, considering the circumstances and the type of year that we're going to have, or we don't know what we're going to have, I think we're going to see... What do you mean we? Meaning you me, guys? No, meaning Serie A, the oh, world, Serie a. everything like that. So at that point, what I'm saying is we might see Serie A the way it was back in the 90s, the way back in the early 2000s, where there's going to be four or five teams still in the race in the last six to seven games let's say that can potentially win the Scudetto I would say maybe not so much Sassuolo I think I still have to see Sassuolo just because of the depth and of the other teams but um, I would say Roma have a chance to be one of those five six teams still in the race within the last six match days I see you know you have Pedro and Mkhitaryan who are unbelievable players that have done it also outside of Italy, with whether it be England or or um, Spain. Spain or Germany. And they're playing off of Dzeko, who can hold up the ball, move the ball. You have a great attack right there. You know, as long as they stay healthy, Roma has a lethal attack, and it's just going to get better as they play games together. Then also defensively, Defense. you have Kumbula, who, who was the young player last year that, that really came out. Hellas Verona, you have Mancini, Ibanez, you have Ibanez, and Smalling. So you have a good right. mix. And then in the midfield, you have a good mix. Um, Veretù, um, Pellegrini, Cristante. So you have a nice young core there as well. Maybe Zaniolo comes on a little bit later, maybe March, right? What they're saying? Yeah, yeah, April. around there. They're so saying. that could give an extra push for the Scudetto if they're still in the mix. So I would, I would say they're in. And then going back, Roma, the ownership that has come in, have done a great job of uh, being in the spotlight just enough. So they they made their presence known, but they don't come out with any outlandish statement. They don't come out with saying, oh, I'm going to win this, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. Well, they come out and say, listen, we have a plan. We're going to make the best decisions that we're moving forward, and we're going to take this with, with the right uh, time, in the sense that the sporting director they just got from Portugal, who hap you know happens to be the same countryman as Fonseca, so they speak the same language. They know the right players that they want, and they're doing things in the right manner. Mm. Wow. By the way, you're getting a lot of love in the chat right now, Peter. Someone dubbed you, and now it's catching on. Oh. The Albert Einstein of football, Ats. and now you're getting a lot of people say Peter's <laughs> Einstein of football right he now. Equals MC squared. <laughs> what a, what, what a high regard. I, I, I started with Roma. What's the matter with you? I, I was, I've been talking about Roma for <laughs> since last year. If you repeat, if you repeat the formula, not a lot of people them I understand. Uh -huh. Okay, so what's MC square stands for, by the way? <laughs> we gotta go Do back you know? to uh, yeah. what is it? Huh? 
I don't have to tell you. I'm you can't know. say yes. No, no, you can't say you yes. Know. All right, so I know too. I'm just not going to say. Man, right, so man, anyway. man City, anyway. Okay, man City. MC Square is Man City. I think anyway, one of the toughest place to coach in Italy is Roma. Pr- probably the toughest city to coach. Mm. All right, so uh, let me just uh, say my uh, my 50 cents on this thing here. 50 cents? Two cents. Yeah. He's got a lot of cents. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot this of cents to show. Is it about him being the Einstein of football? I think Roma, Roma uh, they got quality quality in Pedro and Mkhitaryan as, a, as a, the midfielder. Those are very two huge brains, not just in terms of uh, midfield only. Every ball rotates uh, with those two guys. And uh, Cristante, Cristante, don't forget that Cristante grew up as an AC Milan uh, um, a little guy, and now uh, it's uh, one guy. of the yeah. Little guy. <laughs> now it's all, all of a sudden Cristante is being uh, attracting the attention of uh, the Italian national team and uh, and uh, and Roma and international uh, other team looking for him too. So, having said that, I will say that Roma Roma will be on the top uh, on the top four again, and uh, which I think I predicted in the in the very beginning. Now sure. uh, uh, Napoli 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 for me. Napoli for me. Wait, we didn't get a yeah, Napoli. We're 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 Napoli. Napoli. Yeah, we're gonna get a Napoli. I don't want to go to Napoli yet. I'm saving it. I'm saving it. We're not a Napoli yet. We're not a Napoli yet. We're not a Napoli yet. Exactly what I said. This is what I'm facing. You're a bunch of haters. All right. So let me just my my. I'm not taking Napoli now as a as a as a topic of discussion. I was saying you you said that Napoli is going to be maybe fifth or sixth. You you know you didn't uh, you just downgrading Napoli, but I don't think no, Napoli can be. Yeah, I didn't say anything. For me, Napoli is still going to be a contender for the Champions, uh, uh, very much uh, on the top four. Uh, uh, you said you that know, for a lot of teams. Yeah, it's gonna be on How many four? teams are top yeah, four? Yeah, there's only four that are yeah, top four. So, 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 yeah. so, who are your top four now? AC Milan, Roma, Juventus, and Napoli. That order. That order, yeah. Okay. No winter. No uh, you had Atalanta somewhere there. Well, Atalanta. Yeah, yeah, Atalanta. <laughs> Atalanta yeah, too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> five. You only get an extra spot because of Antonio. Stroll is in second place. It doesn't matter. I'm not looking at right now. Looking the long term. Whoever dubbed him the Einstein of football, they saw that you were offended and they said, Gaetano, don't worry, you are the Totti of IFT. <laughs> so I don't know how you ever signed the Totti, but uh, somehow that happened. Good comeback. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to Juventus uh, next. Before we do, I want to remind everybody we are now on Patreon, where there's a lot of exclusive content. Patreon.com slash IFTV. On there, we have an extra podcast every week with Ludovico the maestro himself, the real maestro, not like Sadi. We also have a new segment, which is Antonio Rants or Antonio Uncensored. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't name it yet. Mm-hmm. We got We got to figure out the, I think Antonio Unchained is what you wanted. <laughs> where Antonio for 10 to 15 minutes, uninterrupted, rants and gives his two cents or 50 cents on anything <laughs> that he wants to talk about in football. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun. There was a lot of Conte talk on the last episode, as we know. And I know we already had some new topics that you were thinking about during the matches. So that is also on Patreon, as well as a third piece of exclusive content, which is our weekly prediction video that Michael and I film, talking, giving you the, our predictions on all the matches, as well as everybody on the podcast predictions. And, uh, you know, who's playing, who's injured, which teams you should go for, if you're trying to beat your friends in some kind of bet. Uh, so that is all on our Patreon. Uh, head on over there and support us in an additional way. Let's start talking about Juventus right now. Uh, big win over Cagliari. 
Pirlo said before the match that he wanted to see a new energy. He wanted to see the right spirit. He said it's no longer a transitional period. Now it's time to see the real Juventus. I thought that we did see uh, a lot more fire in the eyes of Juventus. Ronaldo, of course, again with another two goals. I thought that Juventus looked a lot more structured. And um, a guy that I had been talking about a lot that I thought that he was very important to Juventus and I think was criticized way too early was Artur, who probably had his best performance in a Juventus jersey so far. So crucial in the midfield. We talked about how his importance will be actually bringing quality and football intelligence to a midfield that's lacked it for too long. I love the way that he was connecting the defense to the attack. Delict and Demiral were fantastic together. Unfortunately, uh, Demiral is already injured. He's out for 10 days, uh, which he continues to struggle with his injury problems. Uh, But I thought Juventus looked really, really good. Kulusevski, again, the guy is doing amazing. And I hope to see Juventus continue this. And uh, I was excited by him. Hmm. Anything about Juventus? Well, hey, you guys are the Juventus uh, big fan. I mean, hey, but uh, I, I didn't I say in the, from the very beginning that you have to p- give Pirlo a couple of weeks to uh, to get in uh, to shift in high gears. And uh, this is uh, some of the player on Juventus, like Dybala. You guys are, are the big, uh, you know, detractor from Dybala. Dybala is a champion. Dybala, little by little, is l- is fitting inside of the team. The, the, the old-fashioned way. Dybala is going to be the, the different makers on, uh, on Juventus. Dybala is the one that is going to put Juventus over the top because even though he's not going to be scoring the goal, he's going to be the brain of the, the, the forward line. And he's going to be scoring his, uh, his share of gold. Where? In Juventus. No, the, no, I know. Where, <laughs> where? I mean, where in the formation? Yeah, but Dybala didn't even play yesterday. He he played a little bit. He's going to do 4-3-1-2. Or four, yeah, anyway. He still needs time. Uh... The, uh, the U- for the first time, I saw the team playing a very good game and the ideas and the positions and everything seemed to be crisp. Everything su- seemed to be clear. Everybody was m- more or less in the right position and I was happy the way the team played. Now, Arthur, uh, I was critical of Arthur in the, in the games before, but yesterday he was... Uh, on every play, every he wanted the ball, he touched the ball, he played in front of the defense. He's not, a, he's not Pirlo, but maybe Pirlo can give him a few pointers. But every ball that came out of the uh, defense, he touched it and he, he made that connection, like you said, from the defense to the forward lines. And he participated in every, in every play. And that's the way, uh, if you play in front of the defense, that's the way you should play. Um, they didn't receive any goals, so the lead, uh, uh, he played very good with uh, Demiral. That could be the future of the uh, centre-back. Kuzluseski, he was great. Uh, Ronaldo, what can we say? I think he scored 60 goals in 69 games in Serie A. I'm not sure if the number is correct, but that's what I read. Uh, so for somebody that was not going to score that many goals, he's got 60 goals in Serie A in 69 games. Who said he's not going to score many goals in Serie A? No, somebody said it. I'm oh, not so gonna, on this table? I'm not, not, not going to repeat the it. angle just changed but, to the person that, but, that uh, said it. really strange how that happened. Mike, I think not that's, uh, that's, a reg- that's uh, accurate. He, he Around also, there, the I'm not sure the exact number. I do know that he scored, in 2020, he scored 49% of Juventus' goals. So nearly half of okay. the goals. 
And I think your your number is very That's close. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, you know, good things. I I was happy. I was happy with the. Uh, I Antonio said yes. I'll give Pirlo some time, and it will like uh, it, it will come through. Um, we still talking about Serie A. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So he still has to uh, do some good things. I want to see some good things also in Champions League. Absolutely, uh, I agree and. To see Ronaldo continue to be that protagonist is obviously important. But again, just begs the question where Dybala will fit. Oh, his that's what I forgot to say, mm. that it seems like the, the only problem that Juventus <clears throat> has right now is Dybala. Because everybody else seems to have their position. Yeah. Everybody else seems to to uh, be on the, same, uh, um, on, on the same track with Pirlo. But the only thing that I have a question mark You're is right. Dybala. Even though when he came in, he was not a factor. He was a little bit lost. He, and I feel bad for the for this kid because I don't know if they have plans for him, long-term plans. But where you know where do you fit it in, and why is not starting? You know, somebody like Dybala can you know have somebody yeah, like Dybala exactly. starting? So that's the only thing that Pirlo's got to figure it out. Your only concern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, to me, I saw the game a little bit different than you guys. I mean, I'm not a Juventus fan, but when I said Dybala took a Took the took over a little bit of the the, the 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 center midfield, and he's starting to orchestrate with the ball, and he, he found himself two three times on the position to take shots. Well, he didn't connect with the net, you know, didn't connect with uh, you know uh, with the, the the important part of the net. But uh, he he was he was himself on the position to take shots and uh, to to make a difference. So unfortunately, sometimes the goal the, the ball doesn't uh, doesn't hit at the back of the net, but. Uh, I see Dybala uh, still being the, the big different uh, different maker. Now, as far as the position comes down, you guys are still stuck on uh, the idea that Dybala has to have a position. Dybala is somebody that doesn't have to have a position. Dybala can be anywhere he wants. But, but he's he still not starts in a, in a place in the matter. formation. Doesn't it's, matter. But he still has to start in you a spot. You guys have those 3, 4, 2, 4, 6, 7, 9, 15, 25. You're saying your stuff, phone number? This stuff here doesn't matter. Listen. When he, you have a champion like Dybala, he's not Messi. He's not Messi. Messi does not have a position. Uh, you know. Dybala is closer than Messi than what you think. So Maradona does not have a position. I will not force Dybala into said, "Oh, he can be here, or he can be there, or he can be now." Dybala can be anywhere. Dybala, let him be, let him be the jolly of Juventus. He's one of the few that has got that kind of a talent that he can play in any position. So just answer the question though. My Where does he play in a three? Pirlo's been playing a three-five-two. With two strikers, Morata and Ronaldo. Yeah. So where do you put him? You can be the, the fast one who right behind the, the two of them, or you can be the the four three three. He's not well, playing He's not playing the formation. We're, we understand. We agree that you could change the formation around, but we're saying in Pirlo's tactics, do you take Amorata and put DiBala? You can. Uh, Antonio. To you. I, yeah. Why not? Okay. Why not? Uh, How? I was gonna say, uh, in the modern game, right in the modern tactics, DiBala is one of those players where. He has only one position that he can play without hurting the team. Because even in, a, for example, a lot of modern games, it's either the the four three three. You don't have those trequartista tre roles anymore. Um, he can only play within the two as a striker. He can be the second striker, and that's it. He's not good enough as a winger because he doesn't track back. So he can't play as a three five two. He can't play in the four three three. He has to play as a second striker now. The, the question is, can he play with the, as the two 
So having Ronaldo and Dybala play instead of Ronaldo and Morata, I agree. I think he can probably play in that position. But he has to produce, and Morata right now is producing more as the number nine. And Ronaldo, you know, you have, exactly, you can't take him out. And that being said, I think Pirlo also looking at Conte, I know you don't want to hear this, but he has said in the past that Conte is one of his favorite coach and he said it's the reason why he became a coach coach. and Conte plays with two number nines right you see Lautaro and Lukaku both playing close to each other and I think the uh Pirlo is using that for the time being in his brand Mm -hmm. new career and using that model as having the two number nine type players also just going to say the leak back is a huge plus for Juventus you see the security no, he's, he's out done. now. No, he's no, no, he's wait, just wait. out. Demiral is. Oh, Demiral, yeah, yeah. So sorry. I'm saying he's a huge stuff. advantage now for Juventus. This is a guy that last year has t- took over that defense yeah. with Kalini out, and is becoming a real leader at a young age. Now Demiral, hopefully, he's able to figure out his struggles, uh, and that way you're not as you know uh, dependent on a Kalini who looks like he's injured and he's gonna unfortunately have to retire because of injuries yeah. later on, and Bonucci who is getting older. And Arthur, I'll just last thing. Mm-hmm. Arthur is the only Juventus player that can play that regista role, as you said. Mm-hmm. There's no one else that I think has the the technical ability and uh, can actually play that role. Rabiot is too slow; he doesn't have the vision. Nobody has the and, brains, and no one can really play that position. Well, listen, can, don't you don't you want to see the coincidence that at the day that the Bonucci and Gallini they both don't play, Juventus defense is so fluid right now. It's just very. And don't forget about Danilo too. This guy, those those guys, if you just put them in charge, at some point they're going to establish themselves like the three or four top defenders that Pirlo needs over there on the backside. We all we agree. So we just haven't been able to see them yet. Done. The Bonucci and Chiellini BS is gone. Let me let me pose one question, just yes or no, and we're going to move on to Milan. Redi said Juventus without Ronaldo wouldn't be a top four team. It's true. Yes or no? Not even a top ten. Forget about top four. Top no. ten. That, you said uh, top four? He said, let alone Scudetto, they wouldn't even be top four. So he's saying both. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Scudetto, I do not agree for top four. I definitely agree with Scudetto. Top four, I still feel like they would get of top course, four. Of course, of course they would get. Scudetto, I definitely agree. Juventus without Ronaldo would not win the Scudetto. That I agree. Everybody, anybody have a no or no? Um, yep. I don't know. I feel like um, just because Ronaldo's, if Ronaldo's not there, I feel like the other players would be stepping up. They've done it without Ronaldo, so I still believe. I, I believe DiBala will get more minutes. Therefore, he'll start playing better. You have Chiesa there, Kulusevski, who all been playing well, and I feel like their share of goals will start uh, not not correlated just for one player it'd be uh, it'd be spread, spread out up, spread out more and I, I wouldn't rule Juval they've won it so many times and they have that DNA that's been instilled with them what you're saying even Scudetto yeah even yeah. Scudetto yeah Fair a top 400% uh, Scudetto uh, obviously Scudetto will still be good. I would not count them out one bit uh, let's go to uh, AC Milan why did you put Kesa in the equation Kesa you just came off the let's bench let's move for to AC Milan <laughs> you're, you're going to talk, talk about AC Milan you're going to talk about AC Milan Antonio First wait, wait, of all, wait, 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 wait. roll yeah, roll oh, your sleeves wow. up. Roll the sleeves there, up. He's is, getting ready to fight. We're gonna get to war. <laughs> right now, Antonio, I need to see your reaction when AC Milan won three one against Napoli. Give me your reaction. Pan the camera to Antonio. What was your reaction, Antonio? Is the camera on me, Mike? The camera's Absolutely. on you. First of all, I was on the field fighting with my team, the Brooklyn Italian. 
uh, against playing against Olympiacos. That uh, oh really? Yeah, a Greek team that uh, not that great. Win? We, yeah, we beat the living shit out of them <laughs> six to nothing. Wow. wow. Okay. Would you play the handicap? <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about your reaction? Now, I was told after the game, after the game, that AC Milan had uh, still another couple minutes uh, uh, left uh, uh, on the game. And uh, guess who told me about the good news? Gino, the co-manager, my co-manager and uh, and the president of the AC Milan, uh, and the AC Milan, and the president of the the Brooklyn Italian. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. You asked me (laughs) my reaction. I'm talking about the the, the fans. My reaction says, when he told me that AC Milan was winning 2 nothing with the two Ibrahimovic goal, you know what I did? I said, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So... Oh man, uh, it was not Peter. Then, was then I was a little bit disappointed because I said, oh God, I said, I predicted a 3 1 AC Milan win. And then I went back home and uh, I wanted to watch the game uh, the game uh, recorded that yes. I had it. And then at the end of the game, I saw that AC Milan actually did win 3 yes. to 1. Yes. So, uh, and that was my prediction. Yes, okay? sir. So, my friend Phil in Philadelphia, yeah. he was. Uh, he's he, watching right now. He's watching right he's now. He's watching right now. He, sent he was us a talking message. a lot of trash <laughs> before. <laughs> So you I sent him were. a nice little reminder, and I told him, I said, Phil, I said, don't get too excited. But I did actually, true story. <laughs> I, sent, I sent a package of uh, butters to the, <laughs> to the Laurentiis family <laughs> to say, do me a favor, just share this with uh, Meret over there, my Butterfinger goalkeeper. So, uh, you know, you know kidding, aside, kidding aside, I think when I saw the game, for uh, at least I saw the first half and then the second half, and then... Uh, I, not that I fell asleep, I was exhausted. And then I watched it more carefully the second half. I think AC Milan dominated the game. And if it wasn't for that idiot of uh, the defender that I really don't like that much because you guys are keep uh, Romagnoli. Uh, Romagnoli very high. Romagnoli to me is a very average defender. If it wasn't for Romagnoli, it would have been a three zip because that goal that Merton scored was nothing but Romagnoli's mistake. Okay? And I will put even the 50% of the of that goal was uh, even to, to be attributed to the to the referee because that was a foul that was a foul on Kessier that should have been a whistle but uh, anyway I'm not trying to find any excuses AC Milan dominated the game now let's go into something else that I want to talk about it. all the AC Milan fans should not be get scared because uh, Ibrahimovic is, he might be out for a couple of weeks because I guess he's, he pulled a muscle whatever yes. the case might be we have plenty of young talent over there ready to do damage Okay, we didn't spend millions of dollars for those guys. We just picked them up like crumbs from the floor. Whatever you guys leaving for for us, uh, P, we got it. Okay, you want to give us Ericsson, we'll take it. Okay, so as far as I checked last time, we are number one. Okay, Mike, we're no, number one. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. You, we're number one. <laughs> hey, Paisa, hey, start taking notes. We are number one. Okay. So oh, what did you say, yeah. Ronaldo is going to speak? You have to be number one at, the, at the end, not oh. at the beginning. Oh. Hey, I'm talking to you right now. Ibrahimovic scored two more goals. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Capo Cananiere. Huh? Capo Cananiere. Capo Cananiere. So, Currently, yep. Uh, as far as my friend Pete is concerned, Pete, is, I guess, is little by little, he's turning into an AC Milan sympathizer. Because, uh, right or wrong, Pete? No, I don't think so. He, he doesn't think so. But anyway. <laughs> he just had a straight so, Pete, up. you should be the number one right now. No. What do you mean, no? We should be number one at the end. Ooh. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. Let me know when you finish. Well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not done yet. So, uh, so, 
So Ibrahimovic is going to be... This is your moment to shine. No. You're not letting it Ibrahimovic go. Ibrahimovic is going to be missing four or five games, whatever the case might be. But we're not scared about that. We got Rebic. We got this... Well, We got Haug. We got Haug. Salah's a great goal, first goal. Okay, we got spectacular youths ready to do damage right there on the top. And all they do, they feed on Ibrahimovic demand for them to step up to the plate because exactly. that's what he does for everybody he demands for them to play at the highest level and that's what they do they just get over there and they get the job done now we're not going to be scoring uh, 10 goals a game or uh, six goals a game or six goals a game like you guys do but uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're there to win the game nice and clean and donnarumma donnarumma is like a saracinesca you know what a saracinesca means can no. you translate it so the, the, the gate no what it's a gate no it's, a, it's it? a roll oh, the gate. Roll okay yeah, yeah. so gate is metal once you pull it down <laughs> very different than a gate once well, you I put mean, it down, that nothing it. goes through. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my dad is begging to jump in over. No, here. no, I was just gonna say. No, no, I was just no, gonna let, say let, the him, okay. let him go. First. No, I was just gonna say the, the only team that won by six goals were the Brooklyn Italians. This well, <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't know. So and uh, you know, <laughs> keep it about Milan. We'll so talk three about to one I, I'm in Napoli. It's a big thing, and you know all of this. Uh, you know hype that you guys build up with the Gattuso. You're gonna be playing against Gattuso. Yeah, hey, Gattuso. I give him a lot of credit to uh, he brought Napoli to an extremely high level, and I think Napoli is going to stay up there. But uh, I, you should guys should be giving credit to AC Milan because AC Milan did the, the job uh, without struggling. He just went over there not to try to win. They went to win the game the proper way, and I don't think they overdid themselves. They played the game that they've been playing with, uh, I guess, everybody. Yeah. So uh, nothing. Well, you haven't seen anything that you haven't seen in other against other teams before. So all they did, they went over there. They they put the up tempo on the field and they uh, okay. they did a nice and clean. Yeah, uh, All right, let let my dad jump in here. Take it, take no, a break. no, let him let him go. Go okay. ahead. Pete, go I ahead. was gonna say that if you watched yesterday's uh, live stream that we did, I gave credit to Milan. I said in the beginning of the of the the season, even though we're still at the beginning, let's not forget um, the first three games. Let's say I said, oh bad, Milan won, but who do they verse? Right, but then verse me uh, verse Inter. Uh, even versus Roma, uh, which versus, they deserved the win too, which right? they could have won. Mm-hmm. You know, they played well that game. Versus Inter, they they won and they played well. Versus Napoli, now they won and played well. Mm-hmm. So these are not. Uh, it's not a fluke anymore. Mm-hmm. I think this is a confirmation that Milan is a good team. The only thing is to win the Scudetto, you have to be a great team, and that's the point where I still have to see, and there's still a question mark, but. As far as this season is concerned, there's no real winner. Or you can say, okay, this team is definitely going to win the Scudetto. Because uh, you might say for Inter's uh, team and Conte and everything should line up, they've been poor. They've let in two goals a game. And Mm -hmm. any Scudetto winner does not let in two goals a game. Um, Milan has been outperforming defensively. I think Ibrahimovic... Is having a fantastic year right now. Unfortunately, he's got injured, but he scored 10 goals in eight games. That's a, a, a real leader, you know, and he's been able to hold, hold I'm sorry, hold everyone accountable. Uh, he expects the best. And then even versus Napoli. So in the game, the first half, they played amazing. I saw a little bit. Um, and then even the second half, I think Napoli had some chances, but Milan were the ones that were carrying the tempo. Uh, Benacer, Kese in the midfield, Holding their own, uh, you know, defensive. Even though you're not crazy about Romagnoli, but you know he did his job. The only thing that I would say is Napoli did lose 
Bakayoko in the 65th minute, mm-hmm. where uh, two, they just scored the, the the goal to break it down to 2-1. If maybe Napoli plays 11 v 11, things can change. But yeah. you can't take anything away from Milan. It was a, a red card, and uh, Milan did the, their job. Napoli looked a little, and Gattuso even said it after the game, like, uh, you know, he, he's not so much disappointed in Napoli losing, but in the manner that they lose, that they don't have the hunger or show the hunger from the first minute. And that's something that, that Gattuso has to fix. And that's something that Milan has. You see him. They're running for every ball. We saw one time that De Lorenzo was making a run. There was three players running after the same guy. There was that hunger. And that's something that you need. De Lorenzo yeah. was horrible. Wow. You just popped that into my head. Yeah, he was. And what about Manolas? What about Manolas yeah, and Koulibaly? He was, uh, he was oh, Manolas and Koulibaly, yeah. they look like two rookies. They never played soccer uh, before. So uh, embarrassing. Very really, embarrassing. It was disappointing. I want to say my take on this. Uh, before this game, uh, Ludo came and saw you guys know that. Uh, I had a... I put a tie for this game. Also, we got to read our predictions afterwards. I had a tie for this game, but I, I was favoring Napoli. I felt like Napoli could pull something. They were playing. Look, Anto smiling. No, I'm, 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 sorry, I'm sorry for my friend Ludo, too, because, no. you know, uh, I wanted to watch the game with you guys, and uh, too bad. I, uh, yeah, I should yeah. have, you know, I would love to sit but, next to Ludo and fight with him uh, over who's, who's better and who's not better. So, but I uh, saw the starting lineups. I see uh, Meret started obviously over Spino. Spino couldn't make it, even though the three goals, none of them were Meret's fault, really. Um, Milan just started this game. They were just, they were so hungry. It looked like 11 Ebers on the field. Like, they were all attacking, closing space, and Napoli looked lost most of it. I was disappointed that Gattuso fielded this team, and it seemed like, I don't know, I felt like, it felt like they had jet lag or something. They were playing at home. Like, they weren't hungry. They, were, they weren't closing spaces. Milan looked like a five-star team. Incredible. Um, but the thing that Peter brought up, which I was also going to bring with the Bakayoko thing, when they scored 2-1... That uh, when it was two one, that's when Napoli started uh, pr- uh, attacking, pressuring a good five ten minutes. Uh, then Bakayoko got sent off. I think right there kind of determined the game, cause that that red card completely shifted uh, shifted the side of Milan continuing to dominate after that. If Bakayoko continued, who knew what would have happened? But hundred uh, percent, Milan deserved the three points. Absolutely killed it. But the question is, it's only eight games in. What is it? One fifth of the uh, campionato is still left to go. Could they do it? They're gonna have to fortify in January. Hopefully, stay in first place and just get a bunch of reinforcements to make sure all the stars align for this one. But Milan, congratulations! Amazing run so far. All right, so I I like the way Milan is playing. Yeah. And compliments to Milan and compliments. It's a young team. Compliments to Ibra because Ibra is bringing the winning mentality for this uh, for the young team. And I give them a lot of credit, but all done. Don't go too fast. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You said that AC Milan, they uh, control the whole game. Yeah. 60% possession for Napoli, they 40% possession for AC Milan. So possession don't say, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, half of them were back passes yeah. to Medit. They yeah. weren't good. Yeah, it they doesn't weren't matter. Good. Back but, pass. Hello? But, that's yeah. not possession. But you say that they control, they control the whole game. Back pass is not possession. And lateral pass is not possession right. either. Right. But they had 60%. I mean, this right. is just a statistic. Okay. okay? So I just wanted to... I want to say another thing. The first yellow card to Bocayoko was not a yellow card. It was a red. The first one was not even a yellow card. Well, and, anyway, can I finish? Right. I let you talk now. You gotta right, let go me ahead, talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man, roll the guy. So don't inter- don't interrupt me. So <laughs> I love this. the first <laughs> yellow card 
to Bokayoko was not a yellow card. Got the ball. He went to the ball, and while he was following through, which he was almost falling, the guy put his foot and he stepped on his foot. That's not a yellow card. So he shouldn't. The second one definitely is yeah. a yellow card. So in the first half, when at midfield you have a play like that, that the referee screwed up. That's number one. Number two, hmm. Ibra, which he uh, went up for a header and he went like this Elbowed. to Koulibaly. That's a record. Uh, I don't no. know. I don't know. That's, that's a, a record. record. No. Ibra should no. have been out of the game. No. Okay. Ibra should have been out of the game wow. at that point. You go look. You go look at. I looked at it ten times. Ten. Okay. Ibra went up and intentionally. He went intentionally. He, yes. I don't know. It about was. That. It was all intention. That. He went. Up. If you see it at normal speed, okay. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> If you see that normal okay. speed is nothing. You see it in slow motion and it's a red card. Now the reason why uh, the VAR never uh, intervened is because the VAR told it that it was a yellow card. And if it they think it's a yellow card, the VAR does not intervene. The VAR intervenes only if it's a red card. So another mistake by the VAR. Anyway, this is my opinion. Uh, I, I still haven't finished yet. Oh. <laughs> Oh I like it. Hey, you got a lot of people play. agreeing with you. <laughs> huh? It's a lot of people, not on the Bakayoko part, but on the on the Ibra part, yeah. Okay. So now that was what, a penalty on the so was not Now what okay? what happened to to Gattuso? I think Gattuso, you know, he he started with four forwards, but that's the way that Napoli's been playing. They've been starting with four forwards. Uh. I don't know. Maybe got into too much of uh, this AC Milan coming there, and it was AC Milan. Too much expectation, whatever the the case was. I don't know if I, you know, if I would have started with four forwards. What what I like about Gattuso is at the end of the game, he says, "There's no excuses. I take all responsibility for this loss," and that's what I like about Gattuso. Gattuso, uh, and I think. A little bit Conte too. They think that every player should have the intensity that they have when they play. You know, Gattuso, he had intensity from the first moment of the game until the ninth. When he played, that's the way it was. And he would like his players to be like that. Now, Koulibaly never showed up. Manolas never showed up. Di Lorenzo was Di Lorenzo's terrible. Horrible. Yeah, the worst one of the match. Okay. Yeah, and so they lose the ball. You know, they lose the ball and, okay, I'll run back. That's not the way Gattuso likes the team. Gattuso wants, you know, to fight mm -hmm. for every ball and no matter what. And what Gattuso, I'm not sure if Gattuso said this, but when you play the game and somebody makes a mistake and they score a goal, some players think, oh, okay, it was not my mistake. It was his mistake. That, that's why the reason why we lost the game. That's not the way Gattuso, when he was playing, that's not the way he was. It didn't matter who made the mistake. If you're losing one nothing, somebody else make the mistake, he didn't care. You dare to win the game. You dare to give everything that you have. That's right. And until the 90th, you have to fight for every ball. And I think that's why Gattuso at the end, you know, he was saying maybe the character was there, maybe it was not, you know, he wanted, he expected more, and I agree with him 100%.
you do expect more from the players. You do give everything that you have until the last second. But like I started, like I finished. Uh, Milan, uh, they went to Napoli, which was not easy, and they did get the win. And for a young team, and uh, they did a good job. Okay, so this is what I really love about the live uh, show aspect is I get to read the fans' comments, and we get to hit this mm. before it gets too far. They're asking, if you think that Kessie, if you think that uh, Ibros was a, a red card, what about Kessie's on Poli, uh, Politano on Kessie? Pulling down. Kessie, Kessie lost his tooth from a Politano challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they is similar. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, you have to show it to me, because I didn't see the game. I okay. only saw the highlights. I mean, I saw the game. Uh, if anyone has a was link, that in the first send it. In the first half or second half? I don't remember. First if anyone half. has a sink, first I, half. So I've I, been looking for a link. I haven't been able blood. to find it. If somebody has it, Please send this yeah, to me. Yeah, if you have it, I'd like live. to see it. I I, uh, I didn't watch the whole game, so I watched the second half. I watched the whole thing, but this was in the first, first half. half. I think so. I, send me send me the link. Uh, let me let me let me mm. touch on on everything too. But I uh, you know I saw the whole the highlights and I uh, and we uh, there were we talked about uh, the first boy Boyako Bakayoko and that was not a yellow card. Uh, let me let me touch on a few things. First of all, for for AC Milan, I'm completely impressed with the team. I think that the discipline that this side has shown is incredible, and I think it's very hard to get a young team to be so disciplined and to listen to your exact movements. I think that they are a real team. I've often criticized a lot of guys that are dependent on just individual players, but I love uh, guys that fight for a, a reason. If you watch. Ibrahimovic, every single player around him is fighting for him to put him in the best position. They are all doing the running to put him in a great position. I believe it was Rebic who gave the pass to Ibra where he needed right into the back of the net. That is a perfect example of putting him in the right position. And as well as Ibra's doing with the 10 goals, that credit is even more towards the players that are surrounding him because they are putting him in that exact position. And I love the atmosphere that's around this Milan. Pioli deserves a lot of credit for putting this team back together. Very, very impressed with them. And I take back a lot of what I said. They've put they've put them in a better position than I thought. I didn't think that this Milan would really be... I think I did put them fourth place, but I didn't think that they could go much further than that. And I think so far, everybody's made too big of a deal of it's only eight games. It's only eight games. I remember the first couple games, they've only played small teams. Guess what? They've been in Inter. They've been in Napoli. Show some respect to Milan. They're eight games, but guess what? Everybody else has played eight games too, and so far we've seen a great thing from them. In January, I would love to see them get a better backup center forward. Maybe a guy like Kutrone or Milik or somebody that could come off the bench and bring them some goals. But so far, I am so impressed with Milan, and I agree with Antonio. I disagree with you. I think it was a complete domination from AC Milan. I don't care about the possession stats. All Napoli did was pass the ball back. Mm-hmm. From the attack of Napoli, Mertens didn't play. Insigne was invisible. Politano was all right. And there was somebody else up top that I can't even remember because they were so poor. Well, Insigne never shows up in the big games. Uh, I mean, Merten, For, Mertens scored a goal, but I wanted Mertens to... Mertens did nothing invisible. besides that yeah. But I, uh, I wanted to say something about Theo, the... Uh, Love that. Oh, amazing. The, uh, the left fullback. Wow, what a player. Yeah. That was a great this guy. Though. This guy is unbelievable. He yeah. gave a ball to uh, Ibra. To Ibra. Yeah. And, and what a ball, listen, guys! I'm gonna give you guys. So nobody, a nobody sent us a link. By the way, I still have not seen anybody send the link um, of the Politano <laughs> challenge. 
I don't think you're not ignoring it. I know some people are saying that you're ignoring it just to be on Napoli. No, side. no, I, I didn't see you it. Just no. missed. I didn't the, see it. I would I'm like to give, see it. Yeah. If it's a red card, if I see it, then I think it's a red card. It's a red card. Hey, I'm going to give you guys. And a then we'll chance. move on to Inter. I'm going to yeah. give you guys a chance, Milan, Milan haters, to adjust your prediction now. Adjust. <laughs> so adjust your prediction. Milan. You said you didn't believe it. So what do you think Milan is going to end the season? Where? In which position? Second place. Second Whoa. place. You, Mike. Uh, me. Yeah. Go ahead. Fourth place. Fourth place. If they're lucky. I'm going to keep what I said earlier. Fourth, Fourth place. How about you? Second place. Right. Whoa! Antonio. Second? The, the title of this video Holy is moly. AC Milan can win the Scudetto. Do you think Milan can win the Scudetto this year? Uh, do I think? I know we're going to win. Forget about thinking. Thinking is something that is on your head. I know we're going to win. Where does it... Okay, so keep going. Back it up. Back we're going to win. We're going to win. All we need is just we need a couple, a couple defenders and... Uh, Maybe not even a backup uh, strikers because we have plenty of uh, plenty of Jews on uh, on uh, the forward line. We, no, listen, Leao is not playing. Rebic is just starting to play again. If you're gonna win the Scudetto, you need somebody. I would take like a Milik off the bench would be fantastic. A Milik, a Milik Kudrone is... off the bench would be really good. Somebody like if that. If you have to take Milik and you have to sit in on the bench, you don't don't take it. If you have to take Milik, it's because you're gonna have to play it. Well, you you alternate between Ibra and Milik. No, Ibra is not gonna alternate his position with <laughs> Milik. Ibra, if he's healthy, he's gonna 39. play. Ibra, if he's healthy, he's gonna play. When you say just give give Milik 20 minutes before the, the end of the game, so Ibra can uh, can rest. Ibra is not gonna be sitting on the bench for uh, for Milik. So, Cutrone maybe, Cutrone maybe, but uh, and I would love to see him uh, coming back to AC Milan. But I don't think Fiorentina is gonna let him go. So, but, so by the way, Kessie lost his tooth. He actually did lo lose his tooth. Still, so, we, uh, we don't have an exact video, but either way, uh, I think that Milan, it's fair to say that they've completely surprised all of us. A lot of people that discounted this hog, whatever, this kid here, he is a, his best friend with uh, Alan. I think it's uh, they, they're buddy buddies. And uh, Alan, when uh, he's he, got a release clause of 70 million. But that's what I'm saying. So this kid here is going to prove a lot of people wrong. This kid here is going to be another one of those uh, unforeseen players that is going to put big numbers. I, he, might not, he might not do it this year, but I see Milan uh, put well, a lot of stock on this kid here. Are you here. trying you, to say that you're going to sign Holland? Well, no, but not now. I mean, we don't have not the money now. to sign Holland, but uh, Maybe in the this summer. kid here... If you he, get top four Champions League, do you think Holland could be a possibility well, to listen, go to AC listen, Holland is going to have to just lower his, expect his expectation in terms of uh, getting the, paid the money that he wants, but uh, I can see Holland coming uh, and play the, in AC Milan. I, mean, I don't see nothing I wrong with that. I think you hit it on the mark, but if Mil Milan is to win the Scudetto, you have to make certain uh, acquisitions in January yeah. because Hog, for example, can be a very good player. Hmm. Is he the right player right now to be able to come on and score the goals? We still have to, to mm -hmm. see. Um, Milan have a great young team. Teo Hernandez, Donnarumma, Romagnoli, Kessie, uh, Benesse. These guys are all under 25 years old. These Leal. guys, you know, Leao, and, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. uh, even Tonali, who mm -hmm. you know, luckily hasn't had to have the pressure to have to start and, and, and perform. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be able to ease into this Milan team. Um, that being said... I want to say that Milan were at a point last year where they were supposed to get this Ragnik, right? Mm -hmm. That's true. And everything that they worked on last year was about to be scrapped away. Well done, Milan. Well done, Maldini, who a lot of people haven't given a lot of credit. Uh, the comments are going crazy. But Maldini was what able... Did, what does Maldini know? Maldini from, was able to it's only eight games. keep the team. It's only 36 games in. It's going to be Michael. It's only 15, it's only it's only 15 years in, guys. Come on. And Pioli was able to keep this team. And I also think <laughs> this only happened with the blessings of Ibrahimovic. Absolutely. Ibrahimovic said Pioli is good to go. Pioli stayed. 
Listen, it's, uh, let's move. Uh, I, I think Maldini had, uh, had a lot mm-hmm. uh, to do with this, yeah. and uh, you know, Maldini. Uh, I I love Maldini. You know, so no. I have a lot of respect yeah, for Maldini. Oh, okay. Uh, we got to move on to the last topic, which is Inter. Before we do, Os- uh, Oscar, thank you for the donation. He said, once Zlatan is gone, if Milan's young core of players keep the mentality Zlatan is still instilling in this Milan and have a class squad for the next 10-plus years. Well said. Uh, I think we all agree. As the people demand from Mike's head right now because of his comment, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, Maldini. Yeah, 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 yeah Maldini I understand. Do? It's become a big thing right. on our channel. Right, but... Uh, but I would like to <laughs> to um, know on the comments how many people thought it was a red card for, for uh, Ibrahimovic. For Ibra. Guys, comment right now and I'll read it. Uh, what do you think? Do you think it was a red card for Ibra? Let us know. Last topic is Inter. They were down uh, 2-0 to Torino. One of the worst first half performances that I've seen in quite some time. They look absolutely terrible. Even Simone Zaza scored a goal which seems like a miracle these days for him to score a goal he did it against inter bastoni and the inter defense were completely out of line over there nothing going forward with them inter as we've seen they're the team that's come back with the most they've earned seven points from being in a lost position so i believe that everybody got a smacking from conte at halftime they came back they won the match 4-2 lukaku again so so decisive Two goals and two assists from him. Uh, the true leader, in my opinion, for Inter. Um, Peter, what, what's your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, okay. So, obviously, the way that we started the game was terrible. I think Inter had their, their head in Madrid. Or I think they were home, actually, this time around. But we were, we were thinking about the Champions League game mm-hmm. this Wednesday. Um, but that being said, you have a job to do, especially in the position. We can't take breaks in Serie A. I think uh, Conte turned over uh, the defense. So, like I said, from you know, for the past couple of weeks, Inter haven't been able to start the season, their defense with Bastoni, De Vrij, Skriniar. It is a different team when you have those three players. And when you start Bastoni, Ranocchio, D'Ambrosio, all you can do is pray. Um, <laughs> Padre and we don't have right? Padre Pio. <laughs> <so. laughs> um, but that being said. Conte, last year was a problem that Inter would start off so good in the first half and then the second half kind of tail off. This year, we see the opposite, how they start off very poor, very sluggish. Um, There's no real creativity in this midfield. We have, when you have a Vidal, Gagliardini, Barella, you have straight up workhorses, but nobody that can break the lines. And I think that's a missing piece in this Inter. Um, you know, Hakimi started off great and now he seemed to have having some struggling problems adapting to Serie A. Um, and I don't think he's going to have this problem later on, but you saw like in the game, he was sluggish. He wasn't taking on the player. He wasn't making the cross uh, as we, we need. Uh, we, we desperately need a left wing back because Ashley Young could be a great bench player, but he's not a starter for Inter. Um, and Perisic has not really fit that position. He's more of an attacking winger, if that. Uh, so that being said, I think uh, you know Inter getting down two nothing again is a is a stress that you'll get away with it versus Torino and versus Parma, but you cannot get away with it versus the better teams. And Inter is not going to be able to come back over and over and over again. 
So something has to be adjusted, and we have to take the game to the opposing team. We're not the, the lower team that we can wait and sit it out and move the ball left to right. We have to, we have to go for the kill, and we have to finish games off. But also at the same time, we have to put in that midfield someone with an attacking mind, whether it be Ericsson or even what he did with versus Torino where he made the sub, Gagliardini out, and he put Lautaro in and kept Alexis Sanchez, Lautaro, and Lukaku. So that way, at least in that midfield, there was some creativity where um, Alexis Sanchez dropped in as like a trequartista role, and you saw the ball move a lot better. And this is a problem that needs to be fixed. We have to be able to have this creativity in the midfield. You have the workhorses of Vidal. You have the workhorse of, of Barella. If, especially if you're going to keep this 3-5-2. Because we know we, he's not going to change it. So we have to have players that can play the ball. As your friend said, Cassano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Conte has to get used to playing the players that can move that ball. And not worry about having this defensive approach. I'm going to stick my neck out. Um and say, this is just an assumption. I think Conte doesn't want to be at Inter right now. I, everything that I'm seeing from him, I have never seen this Conte in my life. I have never seen a guy that looks so depleted when he talks. He looks like depressed on the sideline. Usually the guy is rigorous with emotion. He's ready to fight. At the sign of every little blood, he's pouncing. Honestly, I think that he did not want to stay at Inter. He even said that his team does not look hungry like they did last year. He said last year we had this ferocious nature about ourselves. Again, maybe it's early on. Again, it's just an assumption. I'm just looking at some of the signs, looking at his team, looking at his reaction. We had said maybe he's maturing. I think that he doesn't want to be at Inter. Can I put my 50 cents in? 50 cents, <laughs> okay. yes, you can. Okay, let me tell you something. I agree 100% with Peter about the Inter coming out flat on the first half. He does it all the time. Inter to be producing high-quality soccer, they have to be down. So in terms of them just starting to bring their level up in terms of intensity, they have to be below like one or two goals. And against Torino, they're lucky because they, they were playing Torino. But when they're going to be starting to play with Juventus, they're going to play Napoli, they're going to play uh, top teams like Roma, then the, the, the shifting is not going to be as automatic as you, as you think. Second of all, they starting, they starting Conte. I, I always blame him because he's the, he's the leader of the team. He's starting with the mentality that, okay, I'm thinking about Real Madrid, so let me put those losers with your second tiers on his head on the field. Against Torino, you don't need the top players. So he puts a bunch of losers over there. And then when, he, when he's in trouble, he's losing 2 nothing. He's starting to pull Lautaro out of the bench. He's starting to pull Eriksen out of the bench. He's starting to put all the jewels out, out, out of the bench. Screener again out of the bench. So, again, his mentality is still stuck and is very rigid at the 3-5-2 uh, formation. Now, You've seen time and time again that, that this stuff here is not working. And I agree with him 100%. We may and Marco, we rarely agree on things. But uh, his body language is very, very, very depressing and conducive to for Inter not, not producing what he has on his mind. Or him, or him not really wanted his job as much as he used to. Because I don't see the fight that we used to see in Conte when he was on Juventus. So, it's not. So there's something going on up there that we don't know. We're probably going to find out. Make a few phone calls, Gatano, since you know him that well uh, uh, when he was at Juventus. Find out what's he going on with this guy him. here. Maybe he, they, he doesn't know. Maybe they need to digest his medication a little bit because this guy here... Uh, maybe, maybe he got they, on Prozac, like you said. Maybe they give him some Prozac. They got to get off that. Just change medication, see what's going on. Maybe a, a prescription will do something to him. But uh, as far as I see right now, I don't think this center is going uh, that far. Okay? Wow. 
I made a few phone calls and about that, exactly mm-hmm. from what you're saying. I spoke to a few of the inter. They said that for the first time this week, uh, they think that uh, Conte is, is changing a little bit and he wants to stay. That in the past, they were agreeing with you that maybe they didn't know whether he wanted to stay, but now there is more balance and he's saying the right words lately in the last week or so i don't know if you if, if you get that but that's what i spoke to a few of the inter players um inter players uh, inter uh, inter uh, fans, fans you know that uh, they follow inter anyway for the left side i was thinking of kolarov you say you don't have anybody there uh, maybe kolarov could be that guy not the three the five where he can go up and come back anyway 60% of the goals from Inter are scored by Lukaku and uh, Lautaro. The first game of the season, you were losing by two goals against Fiorentina, and you came back. The fifth or sixth game of the season, you were playing against Parma. You were down by two goals, you came back. Yesterday, you were down by two goals, uh, and you came back. You know you cannot keep going yeah, like that. Exactly. You're down by two goals, and then you come back. This, at one point, this is going to stop. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Conte needs to make some adjustments, and whatever adjustments he needs to make, uh, he has to do it before it's too late and it's too far from if he's still thinking that he's going to be uh, fighting for the Scudetto. Um, as far as what you said, I, I agree with you. Inter wanted to to get a playmaker. They thought that Ericsson was gonna be the playmaker. Ericsson did not work out. I think Ericsson is on his way out in January is gonna be out. But what happened when uh, Sa- when uh, Sanchez went behind, Lautaro went up front, the whole game changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy scored a goal, the guy gave the assist to Lukaku. This guy, Sanchez, is always comes true. Mm-hmm. Every time the guy plays, it comes true, mm-hmm. you know? so. Maybe that's the guy. Maybe that's the guy that you've been looking for, and maybe he's right there, and you can have it. Also, you need somebody in front of the uh, defenders. You need that guy that distributes the ball. In the beginning, I think that uh, Vidal was too far up. Mm-hmm. So there was a hole there. Right. So you need to put somebody. Brozovic is supposed to be that role. In, in mm. front of the defense, like Arthur, like Pirlo, like, yeah. you know, somebody in front of the, So if you lose the ball, you always have somebody there. And that's what you were missing, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. in the first half yesterday. Yeah. Um, character, like I said before, and I'll repeat it again Conte and Gattuso, they got the character that you have to fight from the first minute until. If you don't do that, you're not part of this team. And somebody talking to the same person that I was telling you before, they they saw Ericsson. The team was losing, and Ericsson, there was a corner kick, and Ericsson went to get the ball, and he was like, yeah, <laughs> taking his time yeah. to go take a corner not kick. Not rushing, right? Yeah, not rushing at all, and you're losing the game. And that drives Conte crazy. I'm sure. You know, so mm. that, that's that's uh, that's what I hear anyway. By the way, I think we've got some of the best viewers in the world. Mm-hmm. So we've got people who downloaded the entire match and <laughs> went back <laughs> to find Mike Copy is the one who sent me the video. I just airdropped it mm-hmm. to my laptop. Peter, if you could put it in the middle and then I'll tell you when to press play. Guys, it's very hard to see. I'm warning you now. It's very hard to see, oh, but boy. you could press play. This is where Kessia lost his tooth. Good. Yeah, go. 
Just let it go. It's going to be a closer replay. There was, that's where he spit out his tooth. Oh, is a hand back? If you want to go right back huge, to that exact huge. moment, boom! What do you mean yeah. a huge? Play, she was wrong. Move around. your finger. Yeah, you don't run with your hands like that. Of course that. you do if you're trying to get it. Yeah, her. what is this? If you want to go all the way to the beginning, go yeah. all the way to the yeah. beginning. Because you, you also say press play. This one, I don't. It's very hard to see. Yeah. But you do see his elbow hit him. For me, to me, Ibra. And this challenge are not red cards. Yeah, no. For me, neither are red cards. They're both in the motion of playing. Yeah. No. I wouldn't even give yellows. No, definitely. Ibra is definitely intentional. With the VAR. It's definitely intentional. Ibra, Ibra's Ibra. never been the one to do that's something like that. that. Ibra was never one to hurt someone. Why would I don't he think that's intentional. That? I think what he's getting the space. So I don't think any of them are intentional. Nah. This one, I'm not sure if it's intentional. We're talking about Politano and okay. Kessia right Can now. Can we see the one from Ibra? Yes. Okay. Can we see I the have one from that Ibra? one. I have that one very clearly. You, you see Ibra going up, and when he gets to this point, he goes like this. Yeah. That's intentional. If you go up and it's That's almost the same. That's natural body no. motion. No, it, the <laughs> natural body motion is you go like this. Yeah. And now, that's what he did. He like this. Now you go like this and then you go like that. No, that's How not How do you natural. know that? Let's watch it. Hey, Let's watch, watch, watch it. it. Watch it. <laughs> We're a bunch of big babies over here. Watch, watch. If you could press watch. play. <laughs> if you could press play. Guys, the slow motion, one second, before you play it, this is Ibra's challenge nah. on Kulubali, which some are claiming is a red card. No, that like that, you can tell. That, that's not slow that's motion. His body motion no, is going on. Slow okay. motion is, no, no, slow motion is no good. Okay. Yeah, the the Peter, home is, is going like this all the time. He, I saw it from an angle where he goes like this. When he gets to this point, it goes like that. That's intentional. Huh. If you find it, I, um, find it. I mean, I, I saw it numerous times and I was watching it with a, uh, with a Serie A referee and he said that was a red card. Wow. Okay. Who was the Serie A referee? By it doesn't matter who was. <laughs> Colina. Colina? <laughs> <laughs> I will find it. Guys, okay, okay. we have to conclude because right. we've been going for a okay. long time. Right. Before, right. before we say that, we okay, got to... Okay, so if you, before you conclude... I will find it. I will okay, okay, you find it. Before you conclude, I was saying a couple of things. Right. Yeah, what were you saying? Uh, Atalanta was stopped. Mm. Italiano is a good coach from Spezia. Uh, I you know think... where he's from, right? Uh, no. He's born in Germany, but from Sicily. He's from Sicily. Mm -hmm. He's from Ribera. Agrigento. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's okay. your cousin. Well, this guy is doing a is doing a good job. So I wanna I wanna just say something. A little shout out. I also uh, wanna say that the Zerbi, man, Incredible. this guy is really now, you know, from last year to this year, really a big step. He's going up. The team is in second place. Uh, he needs a shout out, and I hope that he stays there. He's a, he's a is a good coach. You Can Sassuolo pull a Leicester? This is what Ludovico said. No. He said they, they could pull uh, a Leicester. No. Also, the other thing that I wanted to say was about okay. Ranieri. You know, Ranieri, I'm not a crazy about Ranieri. Um, he was thrown out yesterday. Uh, they gave him a record. record. That's and right. On his comments, he said that the players uh, waste too much time. Especially when they're winning, you know, they, they waste too much time. I totally agree with mm -hmm. him. Uh, to, to, a throw in should be six seconds. If it's six seconds, make it six seconds. Don't make it 30 seconds. I mean, I see a throw right. in where players go up and down, up and down. And yeah. if they're winning and then they give the ball, 
then they give the ball to other teammates yeah, and too then much. I hate that. For a foul, everybody when they winning one nothing, they're winning two nothing, and there is a foul, they throw themselves on the ground. Before they get up, it's a minute. It's a minute and a half. By the time you take the the foul two is minutes. two minutes pass by. I right. hate that. Mm. They need to control that. So even though I disagree a lot with Ranieri, I, I don't know. I, I think that... Uh, you hate Ranieri. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know, know what the problem with you and Ranieri is. Yeah. 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 What minute was Ibra versus you know, Koulibaly? Please, somebody tell me. Sorry, I was just saying something to them. It mm-hmm. was uh, in the second half, about uh, maybe 15, 20 minutes from the end of the game. Yeah, so um what was I saying? Ranieri. <laughs> Ranieri. No, Ranieri. Yeah. No, R- Ranieri, I don't know. When he has to win the game, like yesterday, he had to win the game. There's no way, you know, he loses the you're game. You're making it seem like he's a top coach. You're making it seem like he's an Ancelotti or something. You're, I feel like you put too much pressure on him because he the won experience the, the that he has and he's been I around. Know, I, I mean, feel like you put too much yeah, on him. He's got to do better than that. But I agree with him yesterday when he made the comments that the players are wasting too much time. And the referee need to do a better job than them. I think the rules should be: if you have six seconds to take the throw in, then stick with the six seconds. Yeah, I agree with if you. the goalkeeper has got six seconds to hold the ball, I mean, I have time, the guys. I have time. The goalkeeper stays with his hands for thirty seconds, for forty seconds with their hand in his hand, and nobody says anything. Yeah. Mm. They should maybe they should change the rules that the clock. No, it, there, is a, there is a I rule. I know, but they never apply. They Nobody never reinforces the, yeah, the rule. They don't, unless it's crazy long. I Guys, just, you know what's uh, funny about this podcast today? That uh, everybody's fighting over here. Everybody is uh, is here pleading for their teams. And uh, the bottom line is uh, <laughs> that we're still on first place. <laughs> 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 Look what the hell is going on? You like rubbing it in? Yeah, I mean, I'm not rubbing anybody in. I just wanted to say before we end the we. I know you guys like talking about the oh. Serie A predictions, so I obviously updated the table. I see Gaetano wagging his tail over there, <laughs> happy and stuff. How'd you do? So I I'm, think I I'm got gonna say one seven by points. One. Seven. I guess I'll say from from bottom. Well, you well, you got to say how many points they got this round. Oh, I will. Yeah, I just want to. I want to do a little suspense. Oh my god! <laughs> so Marco is on the bottom with 26 points. He got six points this round. Oh, not Jeez. bad. Second to last, Anto also got six points. He's up there with 30 points. Six points. Gaetano got seven points. Uh, 32 points total. Uh, two points above Antonio. And tied for first, Mike and Peter what? with three. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mike has been doing the Mike, Mike. Yeah. rounds, by the way. Listen, listen, listen. Mike, you were in last place. Mike, you were in last place. First of all, first of all, relax. And first of all, how the hell the you last last I haven't I done do, any of the kills? I'm just saying. Some cheating is going on here. How did you get 12 <laughs> points? <laughs> I, 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 we don't even get 12 points. There's not even 12 games. There's not even 12 games. What is going on? I got, I believe I got four predictions spot on. Wait, can I say one more thing? No way. Somehow, no way. Wait, wait, wait. You can count no them. Way. You can count yo, 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 one, there's only one, 10 one games. Variable. One second. Yo. There's only 10 games. You know what's really funny? Okay, but how the hell did you guys? So, cheating. Yeah, wait. Can I, can I say one more thing that will make I'm this? That's going to make everything erupt. I think we need Go some ahead. Go ahead, guys. Boy. Be quiet. <laughs> I'm on top, baby. Mike, by the way, I asked Michael. I said, Mike, did you add to the Google Drive? Then he shows me, he goes, yo, the Google Drive deleted. No, How do no, I undo no. it? I undo and show back. Oh, so all the, all the proof went away. Not, now you're starting stuff. Listen, guys, how I did it is... Uh, I, I let me see, you. Let me see my WhatsApp over here. Yeah. Uh, here's your phone. Look, he took your phone. I got, I, I think but two did you for... send the scores? Because I never get your scores. Four. Yeah. Michael added the last two. I haven't done it. 
Yeah. I don't know. Plus yeah, I 12. Never, you can check yourself. I have nothing to hide. Yes. That's almost. No, I didn't. You get you get two points for a correct decision. So okay. I believe I got three correct on the, the spot. Okay. <laughs> and then I and then I got like two or two or three. How does that equal 12? No, no. Fixing the I either numbers. got three or four on the spot. I remember exactly. Uh, but it's over there. All I'm saying is I'm on top of the table from being four points. Uh, Mike, you were also last. the person when you were on the bottom of the table. So there's a lot of time. Wait, wait, wait. You don't even put it on Yeah, I know. I just said I'll come back. All right, well... Guys, we'll, we'll, we'll come back that. with this. We'll oh, double absolutely. check. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. You wanna? Yeah, let's end it. Conclude. Yeah, uh, guys. As always, thank you for watching. What Everybody has just erupted. There's gonna be fists flown oh, at the absolutely. end of this. Check the Italian Football TV uh, Instagram page. It is very funny because I swear to God, the last two weeks I haven't I haven't checked because he's been the one that's been doing all the counting. I did two last and then rounds. Is Google yeah. Drive? Did it really delete? I undid it. I deleted because I did copy uh, page. Everybody's going we crazy. Can, I'll, I'll be more than happy. I'll chop on Maybe he's changing Gacciopoli. the end the oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Italian job This yeah. is a Greek job oh, no. I don't cheat We can do guys, one by one As always here. Thank you for watching We'll talk to you soon Ciao, Ciao. guys Mike 12, 12 points Peter I'm not scared I'll show you